Hey guys, welcome into the show. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode, pre-Christmas episode. We are doing just a little roundup of all the news that came, uh, basically what's coming to Disney Plus and new movies, the announcements that are coming from Lucasfilm and Marvel Studios and Pixar and Disney Animation. So uh, if you guys heard about that, we're talking about all that this week. If you would like to follow the show, you can find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is The Talking Llamas Podcast. Our Instagram page is at talking at The Talking Llamas Podcast. Nope, it's at Talking Llamas Podcast. That's Instagram. Uh, our email address, if you'd like to reach out to us, is TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com. That's TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com. For any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, whatever have you. And then if you'd like to support the show, we'd really appreciate if you followed us on Spotify, if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts, and we'd really super appreciate if you left a comment and a review um, about the show and and gave us a rating as well. So um, that would help the show. And as always, you can tell a friend to get more people listening. Okay, without any further delay, off we go. It is episode 76 of the Talking Llamas podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the show. I am Robert Camozzi, and I'm joined by Thomas Nelson. And that's me. Hello, everyone. Thomas, uh, this is the week of Christmas. At least, well, I guess it's a week from Christmas, as we currently stand, but it is also, as of the release of this episode, the week of Christmas. Mere days away. Mm, just mere days. Yes. It's always, but see, whenever someone says that, I think, well, everything is always just days away. Yes, but that's not as fun to yes. think about. Also, yeah. it, it, yes, so we're a week away now as of today, but as or of the, days. the dropping of this episode, we're like three or four. Okay, uh, so in that spirit, I have some uh, Christmas-related Disney questions for you that I didn't tell you about or prepare you for. trivia, or is it just general questions? They're trivial. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. No, yes, they are trivia. Uh, I haven't decided how many I'll ask you, but I have a list of some questions here that I will go ahead with and see if you can guess uh which one of these uh classic disney movies has a christmas special would you like me to give you the options or do you have a guess um you said which one of these and there's no yes yeah, so there's multiple choice has a christmas special classic disney film it's a classic disney film but uh, i wouldn't tr- this website doesn't necessarily you know i don't know what it's uh criteria for classic is it beauty and the beast it is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, it is a classic, just not the classic classic. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's good. That's a good start. Yes. In which Disney Christmas film do the toys march into Santa's sack? Um, ooh, I don't... What's the first letter of it? Well, I'll give you the choices if you want. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. There's The Best Christmas, The Ultimate Christmas... One Magic Christmas or Santa's Workshop. And this is what kind of film? I think it's, those are all short, like shorter films. I was films. thinking Santa's Workshop. And that's correct as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's also correct. I thought you'd said feature film, or at least my mind went there. So I was like, that's not, that's definitely not a feature film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see here. I'm just seeing if there's any other interesting ones. Um, In which Disney Christmas movie would you see a character named Axe? (laughs) A-X? A-X-E. Oh, this is one that actually pops up multiple... This The name of this movie pops up multiple times in this little trivia quiz. Um, there's A Christmas Carol, The Enchanted Christmas, Santa Paws, or Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I'm going to guess it's... What's The Enchanted one? The Enchanted Christmas. Either that one or the Santa Paws one. I think I'm going to pick the Paws. Oh, you should have stuck with your original. And say that that's not the one that I want, and I'm going to go with the Enchanted one. Oh, Wait, what's good. the name of the film? The uh, The Enchanted Christmas. I don't know what that is exactly. A lot of these, you know, you'll see on Disney Plus, there's like Christmas things that are like remakes of older, you know, Christmas classics, like A Christmas Carol is one of them, and it'll be like Mickey and uh, Scrooge McDuck will be there, but they're playing yeah. these characters. Um, let's see. One more. One more. I'm three for three. Yeah, two for three, or three for three. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of. Um, okay, this is one I actually know. So maybe you'll know it, but I, I, I sort of doubt it. What kind of animal is on the ice with Minnie Mouse in Bells on Ice? Think of. I don't know. Think of, of classic Disney movies where this might be. What kind of animal is that? What you said? Yeah. So there's alligators, penguins, flamingos, or polar bears. Um. Alligators? Alligators, yeah. yeah. I thought of Fantasia. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I wanted to give you that little hint, because that's a hard one. But anyways, yeah, you can find a lot of those things on Disney+. Plus. I want to watch Santa's Workshop, actually, myself, so I think I will check that out. But um, anyways, I thought I'd surprise you with that. Were you surprised? Thank you. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I had no idea it was coming, and frankly, I was almost offended that you didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I. That's what I'm here for, to offend. Um so we thought we'd, we'd do a little roundup. Disney did sort of a news dump the other day of what's coming, uh, film and and what, TV-wise? Film, TV, all of it's streaming. Well, most of it's streaming. Um, different services, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. Boy, there's a lot. Is there anywhere you want to start, just given how much there is? Do you want to break it down by categories? I actually have a, a, a website here that breaks it down by like star wars okay uh well, what's that what's that website i'll i'll just get there uh it's the verge but you could just search i just searched disney announcements and it was like the second one on the list the 52 biggest marvel star wars and disney announcement disney let's, announcements uh, let's start with just disney how about that okay so it, I, it does have a category here um disney animation and pixar yeah let's go there hmm? let's go so they I guess one thing they did is they sort of gave a date for Raya and the Last Dragon, uh, like a more concrete date, which is March 5th, 2021. That's right around the corner. But here's what's interesting about that. March 5th, 2021 on Disney Plus via Premier Access and in theaters. Right. So that means it's via Premier Access and in theaters. Exactly. And so that's a Mulan type (laughs) thing, right? So which is, oh, yeah, the, what's interesting yeah. about this is we're not seeing Soul is just from what I understand Soul is just dropping. There's no right, like okay, there's no extra payment. Which for is it. a real shame because I feel like it would have been great, you know, having never seen it <laughs> on the big screen. 
Yes. And with the full sound of everything. But so is this something you think they're going to be doing going forward where they, for these movies, they do premiere access and theater, or is this just a, a COVID thing that they're, they're airing on the side of caution and be, you know, assuming this won't all be over, uh, March 5th by March 5th. And they're, you know, they're saying like, okay, in States where theaters are open, it'll be in theaters. Um, and even, and, and then if anybody doesn't feel comfortable going to a theater or if their theater is closed, they can access it on Disney plus. What is that? Is this only a COVID thing or is this a permanent thing? Do you think? I think, uh, they're thinking like me that theaters aren't going to be gone forever. And the vaccine, I think Fauci said recently that he expected that most, many people would be vaccinated, you know, for the, for COVID March, April. So assuming that's true, and because we, we like, it's been a year nearly of this stuff with the virus. Everything else before that was not this, so I have no reason to believe that we can't get back to going back to theaters that are still open anyway. Because many, you know, are closing; they have to. But I, I don't. I think that they Disney wants to keep the option open to make more money by having theater experiences as well as in home. And so I think that's what they're doing here. And I think what they might do is gauge the success of either one across time, especially as we're exiting, hopefully exiting out of COVID. Yeah. Well, and I know that, I, I know that long-term there's been things like, I think uh, one of the studios was, I think uh, Trolls World Tour, whichever studio released that, I, I maybe DreamWorks. I don't remember. The point is they said that they were going to, from now on, be releasing their movies via VOD concurrently with an in-theater uh dropping and that caused a huge ruckus and basically the theater said fine we're not going to one of the theaters like i think amc um said they were no longer going to be carrying any films from that studio uh as sort of like a retribution type thing or like a power play and uh so i think that this is probably temporary until theaters become obsolete completely uh if that ever happens but the point is, is that I, I, yeah, I think it's it's largely a COVID thing. They're kind of hedging their bets, and then as we come out of this, it'll probably fade away. But in the meantime, it's a good way for them to get subscribers to the to Disney Plus, and apparently Disney Plus is really carrying them right now. You know, with the parks closed and everything, uh, I've read in certain places that their stock is really rising. Disney's is, and I think that it's in part due to the fact that the subscription numbers for Disney Plus are pretty solid. And they continue to rise. And I think I saw that they were expected to overtake Netflix by like 2022 or something, uh, which is interesting just because Netflix is sort of the de facto streaming service or the one that's been around the longest. What do you use Disney Plus for, for you, not for, for your daughter? I probably use it most for The Simpsons, to be honest. Um, and then I'll watch things here or there. Uh, we watch The Santa Claus on there. We watch Home Alone on there. I think they did a really good job, honestly. I mean, what's interesting is I think what I watch most on there are the non-Disney things. Like, I don't watch Disney movies all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I watch, like, the Fox properties almost more than anything, which would be, like, I guess Home Alone. And I mean, the Santa Claus is a is a Disney thing, but, but certainly, like, um, and I guess I've been watching The Mandalorian, too, uh, which we can get to later. But... Um, I don't watch a lot of Disney movies on there is the point, you know, cause I'm not watching a Disney movie every week. I just don't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that 
Well, we'll talk about it for sure that Disney Plus needs more original content. Um, and they're, they're going for it, you know, in many different ways. We'll cover it all, probably. Um, I don't, I don't see, it's not the strongest streaming platform for me yet. For my, no. for my use and my needs. No, but if you're, but I will say the fact that you can bundle it with Hulu might be big for some people because that might yes. edge it over Netflix because I think well, the that, bundle. That would be big. The bundle of Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN, I think is not, it's not very expensive. I think it might be similar to the cost of, like comparable to the cost of Netflix. I feel like it was 13 bucks at the beginning of Disney yeah. Plus. And that's, I mean, that might for a lot of people that might edge it over netflix because netflix is losing a lot of things yeah. too uh with all these you know all these uh companies opening up their own streaming services like the office is an example of um like nbc is making its own streaming service and they're just taking the office with them and so netflix is losing a lot of its unoriginal content and so all that's left is the stuff that they make themselves, and not all of that is great. You know, I would say, I, I would say a large number of people who have Netflix have it almost just to watch The Office. Maybe that's not the only thing they use it for, but with The Office going off, maybe they say. Do you really yeah, think that? I do think that. Why do you think that? I think The Office is extremely popular. I think a lot of I, The Office is almost one of the only things I use Netflix for. I don't watch that much more on there, to be honest. I mean, I guess I watch I watched Ozark recently and that sort of thing, but I don't I don't I don't feel like I have to. You see, you're not using a VPN where you get different Netflixes across the world. That is true. That's a different thing entirely. But I don't think most people are either. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do, and frankly, it makes it more worth it. Uh, I but I don't watch The Office, and I'll watch yeah. Netflix. So anyway, Disney Plus is not bad. I just don't use it very much as a single. Yeah, you know, no kids, adult. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, but then everything they're putting on, as we'll talk about, it, it doesn't necessarily impress or uh, excite me, but it is their angle. So that's the first film is the, it's the, the, the simultaneous in theater and, yeah. and that again is Raya and the Last Dragon, right? Yes, that's what we're getting as far as, I, I don't know if that's the only Disney movie that they've really announced for next year. I don't know of any others, but um, we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, then there's just a bunch of series that are kind of spinoffs of popular movies. So we're getting Baymax, uh, based off Big Hero 6, obviously, and that's arriving in 2022. Zootopia Plus. Don't know what that means. Um, I, I'm assuming it just is a, a show with the Zootopia characters and whatever. Tiana, which is based on The Princess and the Frog. Uh... A long-form musical comedy series for Moana. What does that? What does that mean? Do you think? I don't know, but yeah, I mean, already it's everybody we know in a different story. Yeah, or a continuation story. Uh, I, I thought there was. Then there's a couple movies, I guess. Encanto as uh, a new movie. It's set in Colombia, and that's written by Lin Manuel Miranda who, as you've commented, is sort of their guy now. Well, the the music should be... Yeah, the music's written by him. Yeah, well, I... It, oh, yes, the music, you're right. Um, and then... That one could be good. A Magical Family in Colombia. Colombia. Yeah. Honestly, it could be interesting. It's not something we've 
you know, it's not a retelling. Yeah. So that's good. No, I, I, I'm on board with anything that they, tr- I'm, I just want them to try. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll give them points for trying. Even if like Tiana's good, I like, if that's a good TV show, it's just sort of like, okay, that's fine, but take some risk too. And that's kind of what I want. And then there's this show just underneath Encanto, which is, uh, Iwaju. I don't, I don't know what that, how to say it. I W A J U. I'm on a different site that has an accent over the A and the U. It doesn't help pronounce it for me or you, but that for those listening. It's an original series, long form series, uh, made in partnership with uh, Kugali, Kugali Media. K U G A L I. Yeah. So, again, something original. That almost, I don't, well, I don't even want to say what that if it looks like what country it looks like it might be from i was gonna say maybe like japanese or something but you think so it looks african to me well see you're looking at a different form of yeah it. so oh, when i'm looking yeah. at it when i see that name without the accents it seems japanese but then when you see oh, when no, i envision no, the accents it looks it would oh, yeah. sure look different the other website i'm on uh briefly says you know it's Disney's collaborating with the African entertainment company, oh, okay. Kugali, to create a Disney Plus science fiction series called Iwaju, or whatever, however it's, however it's pronounced. Um, it's set in a futuristic version of Lagos. I assume that's a country in Africa. Uh, and will premiere in 2022. So anything on that list? Well, let's see this. What do you think of like the spinoff stuff that they're putting on uh, Disney Plus? Like uh, the Baymax, Utopia Plus. Tiana. Tiana, Moana. Um, well, you you could probably guess. I don't, I'm not impressed by it. But I don't hate it. Like, I, I, I'm i not, if they were making a Moana sequel, I'd be kind of pissed. I mean, like, you know, as much as I can get pissed about these sorts of things. Um, but the fact that they're making a TV show, I feel like I can just ignore it if it's not good. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. There's something to be said for they're not putting it in a theater because we talked about that with the re- remakes and sequels. Were typically, at least maybe from the '90s on, it was commonplace to have straight to TV, yeah, or DVD or whatever it was, VHS uh, movies, and those should have been like the sequels should probably be that. But uh, no, these will be what they are. I think they feel like Disney Channel, Disney Channel type. Well, when uh, you were a kid, did you ever watch, like, they had spinoff series for Hercules, for Lion King, like, little things they would do. Do you, do you remember those at all? They had... Well, I remember that they were a, there. Aladdin ones, I think, too. They were, like, little TV shows, but I barely watched them, but they would be on sometimes. Yeah. I think they even had an Emperor's New Groove one. And they didn't last, and you didn't have to pay attention to them. I didn't know what was going... It wasn't something, like, I followed. That's what these strike me as. You know? Yeah. It, what's, it does seem like we are not the target audience. Yeah, and yet it, it's they're announcing all this to an audience of not children. Like this announcement isn't getting to kids who are going to watch the show, probably. If it's like those shows you mentioned, and if it's like it, what would have been on Disney Channel back in the day? But Disney Animation has become one of those things that people follow, almost like a it's like its own universe that people some adults follow, like almost like they follow Star Wars or whatever, like they follow what's going on or. You know, at least that's keeping up with the canon. Yeah, yeah. I I think more so than in the past, just because it's easier to do now with all the streaming and everything. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to wait till something shows up on your television to watch it. You can, if you're an adult, you can spend time watching this if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, something that I I some bad news. Uh, Oh, 
oh, no. that I heard recently is that the Lizzie McGuire uh, reboot has been canceled, which I know you're heartbroken over. I, I wanted I, to see I, Lizzie I, and Gordo and Miranda come wow. back at it. Wow. That is impressive. I uh, the three main characters. I the only ones I remember. I would well. Hey, that's better than I could have done. The only reason I knew Lizzie is because she, her name is literally in the title of the show. Well, I'm saying I used to watch Disney Channel shows. That was one of them back in yeah. the day. That one though, my sister watched it. The but I don't. But I never got into it, so I thought I th- maybe did they remove it from Disney Plus? Is it there? I think it's there. I could be wrong about that, but I thought it was. I think it's there. I'll take a quick look. I mean, I'm not like I'm not checking every day. To make sure it's still there. <laughs> I don't see why they would remove it. It's not a, a purchased property, a licensed property, I mean. So then on top of this, we're getting um, Pixar stuff. So we can, and these, and they're doing their own series too. So they're going to continue doing those Spark shorts. You ever watch those? No, no. There are these like things where a, they'll bring on a director who works for Pixar and they'll do like a little seven minute short. And it, it, it kind of it's interesting because it's it's in their own very unique style. So they're not all, you know, they these these Pixar Spark shorts. They don't all look like Toy Story animation wise. They all have their unique look. I mean, some of them kind of have that Coco animation, but some of them have a different type of animation. So that's interesting. They're going to continue doing those um, Pixar popcorn, uh, which is basically shorts featuring iconic Pixar characters. Um, there's Doug Days, which is uh, about the dog from Up. <laughs> I thought his name was D-O-U-G. I'm reading D-U-G. On I know, that. and so am I. Maybe that makes sense, though. Like, Doug, like you dig? Oh, I think so, yeah. But, but I, I never thought it was D-U-G. And maybe it isn't. Maybe they're just doing something clever. Yeah, Doug Days, Dog Doug from whatever. Okay. And then a Cars series uh, following Lightning McQueen and Mater is coming to Disney Plus in fall 2022. Um, Winner Lose, Pixar's first original long-form animated series. Winner Lose is about a middle school softball team. <laughs> Are you exciting. on the same website as me now? Are we? On the same everything website? you're reading is word for word. <laughs> oh, anyway, maybe. but I yeah, know. that's. Uh, I can't wait to see about the softball team. Yes. Well, I've been waiting to see what happens to that middle school softball team for. I mean, since at least 2013. The animated middle school softball team. Is it animated? Oh, it is yeah. animated. You're right. That's interesting. Okay. Well, it's not uninteresting. I, I mean. <laughs> Do you, did you ever play backyard baseball, a computer game? I back in the did day? not play it myself. Like I didn't own it, but I played it like four times, maybe at like a friend's house. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's what it reminds you of. That's well, what you're no, I mean, animated softballs. What just reminded me of that game. So I wish. See, watch looking this, looking at this. I wish that Disney Plus had existed like 15 years ago, so we could have avoided like, you know. Uh, cars 2 and maybe even cars 3 uh maybe even like finding dory could have been a series or something instead of not specifically about that what that movie was about but some uh, finding nemo thing they could have done that was a sequel kind of a sequelized version of it instead of what we got um i think i mean not that it's the end of the world but i mean cars 2 is just like i can't i I wish it had never happened you know cars 2 is a number two yes yes in more ways than one so yeah, um, that's that's what I'm taking away from these like these Disney things specifically, like the Disney Pixar stuff, is that it's nice that we're getting these movies that are um, or these series, I guess, that are sequelizing. But you can just they don't you don't have to acknowledge them as part of the canon if you don't want to. You can just pretend they're not happening, which I guess you could do for a movie too. But it's a little bit harder when something hits theaters and 
it it becomes part of the canon of this. Of the, well, right, and yeah, that's the important distinction because yeah, if it's marketed and then sold to you as something yeah. that's big and worth watching, like everyone should come watch this, and then it's just one of these sequels. It might be better suited for uh, or spinoffs, uh, you know, better suited for uh, TV or just a like uh, Lady and the Tramp was just a Disney Plus movie, and I think it was okay as that live action for uh, CGI anyway. It's also there's also extra cost involved when it's a movie. Yeah, that, you know, right. with Disney Plus, if you're a subscriber, you just have it. But if there's a movie and you're like, oh, I love Cars, let's go see Cars too, and then you're like, you go to theaters and spend fourteen dollars or whatever, ten dollars a ticket, whatever you spend, and then you say, oh my gosh, I got to see that one time and it was <laughs> a waste of my money. Yeah. Whereas with this, you can watch one episode of the Cars thing, you're already paying for the service. And then you're like, oh, well, I, I don't need to continue with this if you don't want to. It doesn't cost you anything extra. By way of films, Pixar is doing Luca, which we already know about. And that's set in Italy. Uh, it's about a boy named Luca. That's just coming to... See, that just says theaters. That, yeah. That yeah. just says theaters, and it's June 2021. Um, so that's, you know, three or four months after the... Ray and the Last Dragon, Raya, whatever. Well, hey, I mean, there's another original movie, right? We can celebrate that. Pixar. Interesting. Have you seen any preliminary reviews for Soul? No, nothing. I've actually been avoiding it because I just kind of want to go in. I'm ex- I'm actually really excited for that movie, and uh, I try. I I've lost it recently. Lost this ability because movies have been kind of. There's not been any new movies that I've been paying attention to recently. But I want to go into it as fresh as possible, and that's what I always try to do. I try to not even look at the Rotten Tomatoes score or anything, because I want to have my own opinions inform them. So that's what I'm going to try and do here. So that I won't say any more. Lightyear. An origin story for Buzz Lightyear. I talked to you about this a little while ago, um, maybe a week ago. Did you? Were you then you were kind of having a hard time wrapping your head around it. Did you, have you had time to think about it and... So it's not an origin story for Buzz Lightyear the toy. It's an origin story for Buzz Lightyear if Buzz Lightyear were a real person, right? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's... It's uh, it's confusing and weird, and I'm not sure where it's going, but yeah. I think that... I mean, imagine saying that at some pitch meeting or something. Yes. Like, well, what if it's not about the toy, but the guy before the toy? Well, not even before the toy, but just like, yeah, what the toy's based on, I guess. I mean, it. yeah, you could do something with that. I don't know why you would. Well, so here's what I'm wondering. First of all, I thought it, it's... Chris Evans is playing Buzz Lightyear. And I thought that that meant it was a live-action film. But it's... Because Tom Hanks is still alive and has the same voice that he had before, presumably. Um, or not Tom Hanks. Um, Hanks Tom? Yeah. I, of course, the guy. Tim Allen. Allen Tim, right. Um, so why are they... It's going to be weird seeing like Buzz Lightyear with remember, Chris Evans' voice. Yeah, that's true. Remember, especially, I don't think that they has a similar voice to Tim Allen. Like you would expect that there's some similarity and they try to replicate that when they make a toy about a, a person. Yeah. But no matter. But the, the genie, when it was recast from Aladdin, because Robin Williams wasn't doing it, it was just not the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dan, and Dan pres- Castellaneta. Presumably, oh. this will be a different character than the one in 
toy, certainly in like Toy Story 2 and 3, you know, where Buzz Lightyear is just a toy now. He, he knows that he's not playing a Space Ranger. But I don't, yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't just make it based off w- with the original voice, considering that person is still perfectly alive and presumably willing to do it, although who knows. Do you think it'll be like Tomorrowland, the movie? In what way? Uh, like a similar concept? Well, I actually or? never saw that movie, mm-hmm. but by all accounts, it's not good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the, the light year title reminded me of that Tomorrowland thing. Interesting. I don't, I don't know how interesting that can be if it's not directly connected to the Toy Story that we know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, they did have a Buzz Lightyear series um, that was animated like uh, 2D animation mm-hmm. back in the day. And I actually really liked it. There was like a breakfast cereal and everything. Um, <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that show as a kid. You enjoyed it oh, as a kid, okay. Um, yeah, who knows? It might even be on Disney+. Plus. I don't know, but um, I don't watch it now. But it was based off Buzz Lightyear as if, again, he were a real person. And I don't remember who voiced him. It couldn't have been Tim Allen. He wasn't doing that. I, heard, I think I heard Patrick Warburton. Really? Of Kronk fame, notoriety. That's interesting. I'm, I'm going to verify some things. Um, and then there's Turning Red, um, which is a basically a, a Pixar movie about a 13-year-old girl, and that's in development. In development, so we don't have a date for that. Um, do any of the? I mean, I guess Luca we know very little about, but that's something that's original, so that's interesting. I think I saw. I was trying to look up some visual for it, and actually, that's like right around the corner. That's. I mean, that's that's like six months away. I was not impressed by the visual I saw, but it was also like a drawing. Yeah. But it's just like, okay, this is like, uh, I don't know. It seemed very vibrant colors. It didn't make sense to me as a Pixar film. Okay. But hey, we'll see. I actually never, I don't think I saw a trailer, so never never mind my opinion. Then we have all the Marvel stuff, which, okay, there's a lot of that too. Uh, We're getting some things we already knew about. We're getting WandaVision. We're getting the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then we're getting a, uh, the Loki show. People really like Loki. Well, I'm sure. I would expect you to as well. He's sort of a villainous guy. Hmm. Or mischievous. Yeah. Uh, man, there's all kinds of stuff here. They're, well, they're doing What If, which is uh, an animated series from Marvel Studios that features the voice acting cast of many Marvel Cinematic Universe stars. Um, and basically that's like, it's like alternate, alternate realities, right? We're getting a Hawkeye show and then, um, I'm also, they're, they're all, they announced some stuff about like, uh, who's going to be playing different characters, Moon Knight, uh, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, it's interesting with all these, uh. The characters, anyway, that we've seen so far in Marvel movies, the main ones, that are going to be coming back, like uh, Samuel Jackson's character, his role. Like, the actor's getting older. They're all getting older that are coming back. I don't know how they're going to make sense of it all, and I don't know why. I mean, I still don't know why they're doing this. Milking of every property they own, expanding on every character we know. I mean, well, like, is are people clamoring for a Hawkeye show or a Hawkeye anything? A Hawkeye toy? I don't even know if people are like Hawkeye action figures even in demand. (laughs) Maybe some nerdy archers out there want to know, but... There's a lot of those, actually. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, it's just, that's all I see when I see the big list of stuff that's coming out. I mean, I'm not a Marvel fan, really. I'm not a Star Wars fan, really. But I'm a Disney fan, and I don't want to see all my favorite characters 
keep coming back in different, you know, yeah. stories. I just And there's something lazy about it too, right? Creatively it's, anyway. Yeah. It feels that way. I mean, they put a lot of effort in to make things happen, but that doesn't mean that the stories are good ideas and that they're necessarily making the company move forward creatively. Yeah. They're doing so monetarily. They're going to get people to come on to Disney Plus for this new content. Um, and it, some of it might be really good. I don't know. But it's it's just... Uh, I don't know if there's even room left for original stuff outside of what Pixar is doing. I mean, we'll see what Raya and the Last Dragon is and Encanto. They might be all right. But uh, that's like two or three, including Pixar, like maybe a handful of movies that are original. We haven't seen them before. And then we get all these other new things that use stuff we already know. Well, and I have some words on this when we get to Star Wars because there's the whole Mandalorian thing is just... I Okay. I mean, we'll get to that later. Because Mandalorian wrapped up today. Oh, it was, the most, it was done today? The, the second season did. Um, and we can talk about that when we get to Star Wars. In in terms of... Well, and then... Okay, so there's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I don't even know what that means. That's coming out in 2022. <laughs> That's so, going to fit well into the canon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But I guess we'll find out. So we can wait with uh, belated breath there. Or belated? Baited. Baited breath. <laughs> Well, the breath would be belated. I mean, by the time you get around to it. (laughs) That as well. Okay. um, There's a Black Panther 2 coming. They're not recasting the late Chadwick Boseman's uh, King T'Challa. So I'm guessing that means that they're just going to have someone take over for him, like, and they'll work it into the story somehow. Well, no, they're not recasting. Exactly. So they're going to have someone in the movie will take his place as the king or whatever. A character in the movie, not an actor. Yes. And they'll explain his death somehow in the in the movie. Is what I'm guessing that means. Or his early retirement. (laughs) Yes. There's a third Ant Man film, which everyone is clamoring for. Um, Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. (laughs) Quantumania. Yeah. Some of these, like, titles, and we'll get to this, too, like, in the Star Wars stuff, some of these titles are just like, why? Like, are they just tired, and they're just like, well, what if we made it quantum, but we added mania to it? Yeah. What if quantum got, like, a maniac involved? Like, I don't know. It's really bizarre. And then Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is apparently supposed to be a... uh, like a horror type movie and it's supposed to kind of tie into the third Spider-Man film, which I, I mean, I I must say the Spider-Man films I've enjoyed. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there's an example of an exceptional sequel. Uh, and then are they doing a third one for the Tom Holland version? Yeah. 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 Yeah, So there, and they have, that is thus unnamed to this point, but that is going to apparently tie into this whole Dr. Strange thing that they're doing. So that's something that I would say that I'm not, upset about i'm not upset about any of this strictly speaking but i'm i I, i'm i would say i'm probably looking leaning towards looking forward to it if anything and then they're doing a new fantastic four movie i think there's been this is like the third reboot of fantastic four but now disney owns it so they're gonna work it into their universe Mm -hmm. so whatever work it in there disney disney announced 10 star wars series are coming to disney (laughs) plus i mean Okay. How many too many is that? Uh, well, if you count the ones that already exist, probably like 13. <laughs> I mean, and, okay. Well, so, I've just been waiting for a Rogue spinoff thing or sequel or whatever. Because one of these is the Rogue movie, you know, Star Wars uh, Rogues. What is it? Rogue One. Rogue One. That's one of these, right? Uh, I've just been waiting for that story to keep going. 
Star Wars The Bad Batch, which I have a really hard time reading. <laughs> like, because every time I read it, I want to say something else in my head, um, which is a little insight into my mind. Um, they're getting two spinoffs to The Mandalorian. Um, okay, I guess this is where I'll go. Into the, the Mandalorian is just really not good. It's just really not good. Oh, no? It's not good, man. But it looks cool. I don't... I, I'm i just one. First of all, The Mandalorian seems to be relying on fan service a lot. Like, Boba Fett comes back. Sorry if I spoiled that, but that's been... That's like three episodes ago, so if you're not cut up, you're not that invested. In this most recent episode, they had a character come back. I'm not going to spoil that one. It's just like... And it, it, I don't know. I don't know. I just, and for, you know, for the longest time it was baby Yoda. Like they would just be like, well, we don't, this episode doesn't have to be that good. Cause we'll just have baby Yoda make some noises. And I mean, seriously, that's what it seemed like. Cause just surrounding that, you know, there's been a few episodes in this season that were pretty good, like watchable. As far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, this last episode was just terrible. Mm. I mean, just on like uh Michaela's brother said, I would like it and no offense to him. He enjoyed it. That's fine. No offense to him at all. Um, but for me, I was just like, I didn't like this at all. I, I Like halfway through, I was like, this this episode actually makes me want to never watch this show again. <laughs> I mean, And they are doing more. I mean, apart from the spinoffs. Oh, yeah, there's other stuff too, but I just wanted to go no, in. No, on, I mean Mandalorian. Is it third season coming, you think? I I, I have to assume. It ended on, in a way where I guess they could stop making them. Um, but it's Disney. They will not do that. No, no. Uh, yeah, okay. So then there's they announced today they announced a I don't think it's on here actually but as a stinger to uh which is just a post credit scene a stinger to um the last Mandalorian episode they uh teased a an upcoming Boba Fett show so Boba Fett now has his own show And what's the big deal about Boba Fett I don't know, man. In the original, like, three movies they made, like, Boba Fett was, like, kind of a small character. I think he had, like, it was some ridiculous short amount of screen time, like two minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. But he just got this, like, really big, people got really into him. Like um, the Hatbox Ghost? Hat ghost? That kind of thing where it's, right. like, a small part, but people just got obsessed with him. So now, like, they bring him back into the Mandalorian and get and are now giving him, like, a, a he's actually, he was supposed to be dead and he, like, came back. That's unexplained, but whatever. The point is, is that he is like people really. Uh, he's a cool character, I guess, but I don't know. There's all sorts of things I will say about the Mandalorian too. The girl power thing is just a little over uh, overhanded, heavy-handed. Jeez, heavy-handed. It's just more heavy-handed than it needs to be. And you're saying you don't like women, right? That's what you're saying? I I have no problem with, with there being like strong women in the show, but every character that comes into, that doesn't have like a former backstory that we know of is mm-hmm. a, a woman and is just like a really powerful person. Like yeah, Boba Fett yeah. just gets his butt kicked by this woman in a bar and it's like, okay, wait a second. Like I thought Boba Fett was supposed to be like the best. And he just gets like, not even by the best woman in the show, just by some random woman just beats him up. I'm like, what? what is happening? 
Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I mean, people in general are going to, like, different men are going to be able to have different capabilities. And the same is uh, between men and women. So you expect to see some, you know, variance in outcomes of, you know, physical altercations or any any situation where, you know, there's some power dynamic, who's in charge, and this and that. It's going to be different people from the same gender have different levels of, like... Yeah. Uh, status or something like that or ability it's it doesn't all need to be the same for the sake of uh just empowerment across the board like uh, it you just know, people it, are different i don't mind i don't mind it being there it just seems like it's it seems forced enough that it, it's noticeable um so but that that's like the least of the problem with the show by the way i mean that's something i noticed it's not really a huge deal and then they're it, Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader in an Obi Wan Kenobi. Show. Oh yeah, I, I can't don't wait. Know how that's going to work? Did you watch Revenge of the Sith recently? Well, no. I okay. mean, it would have been like 14, 15, 20... How many years has it been out? I don't know. It, I mean, it's been theaters, a long didn't we? time. I think we, we saw that one in theaters. You and I did. Anyway, no, I don't know how. What was well, his fate? <laughs> he's burned to a crisp in that one, so I don't know why they have to bring Hayden Christensen back exactly. Like, I'm not sure why he has to I be saw involved. Some people on the internet were excited for for his return. Well, and there you go. So that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, oh, Hayden Christensen is coming back, but he's like, he doesn't look anything like Hayden Christensen by the end of that movie because he's literally charred. So yeah, I don't. He's charred, and and the guy, the actor himself, is going to look much different too. Yeah. So Maybe I mean, that's what they're banking on. Same with you and McGregor, I think. I mean, he should look older, and I don't know what how the the series will. I think it's supposed to be. I mean, I think that actually works in their favor that that McGregor will look older because it's supposed to be after those events and such. So that's fine. Um, I'd say I'm more interested in this than I am in almost anything else that they've announced. Um, the Bad Batch, as I mentioned before, that's that's uh, a, a, a spin off of the Clone Wars. I a guess. droid story. I guess so. Yeah, feature it will feature a new hero alongside R two D two and C three PO. Can't wait for a new hero. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> there you go, Rogue Squadron. That's what you're looking for. That's a new movie. Uh, December twenty twenty three. Oh, it's the movie. Yes. Um. Taika Waititi uh, Star Wars movie as well. It, un, you know, that's unspecified. I think that's the director. Yes. Um, and then uh, there's a Lando. Yeah, Lando is an event series. What is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> this series is an event. Yeah. So the point is, I just feel, do you get the feeling, and, and we're not huge Star Wars fans or even Star Wars fans really at all, but do you get the feeling that Star Wars has just been milked for everything it's worth and it's kind of done? Like, that's how I feel about it. Um, well, you know, I've I've never really been into Star Wars and I've tried many times and I'll try again because I want to get into it to understand yeah. why people love it so much. I think that it's easy when you have a completely made-up universe to keep making storylines. Um, that's what they're doing. So, yeah, I think it's... I don't know how to make sense of any of it. I know characters' names. You know, I don't know how the Death, death Star is important. I don't know, you know, <laughs> where did R2-D2 come from? And I don't know any of this stuff. And I've watched the movies many times. I just can't retain the information. To me, it's uninteresting. So this whole series of stuff they're doing uninteresting and it's been done for me for a while yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah i I mean any listener of this show i mean from the many hundreds of thousands of you yeah um will know that i just i don't like 
I don't like, I, Walt Disney would never do this. And it was because of him that the company even exists. Yes. Um, you know, the legacy and all that. Well, and, and two, there's a reason that I don't care if you're like a big Disney fan or not. I think just in general, Disney has a bigger impact on the culture or a higher standing in most people's minds than like a DreamWorks or uh, other animation studios that you see around here. And there's a reason for that. And a reason is, one big reason is is that they generally churn out impressive content. Or in general, like 9 out of 10 of the movies they make are high quality or better than average. And with like every Star Wars movie that they put out and every new Marvel movie they turn out, it's just, it, it feels like that there's a, they've reached a point of diminishing returns. And they're like trying to get a return on this investment they've made in these companies. And it's just like they're milking it for everything it's worth and the quality. Like, I, hey, a lot of people like The Mandalorian. A lot of people. I don't at all. I just think it's not good. I just yeah. think it's not a good show. The troubling thing for me with the Star Wars stuff. Marvel too, but Star Wars. When I'm going, when I go back to try to watch it again, and there's going to be so much out there to the story that I'm. People are going to, if I have now enough knowledge and I talk with people out in the world that I meet about Star Wars, they're going to mention things I have no idea about. Yeah. And there's going to be 14 different series or movies that I need to go and watch now just to understand what people are talking about. Whereas before, at most for many years, we had six. Yeah. Right. Six well, and films. you can fill in the blanks with your own like theories and that, but they're doing and that's that. half the fun. Yeah, that's true. They're not leaving that option available to anybody. The, all the questions will be answered. Yeah, like what I mean, happened? I, th- to, I think what happened to Obi Wan Kenobi between whatever you know. Well, we'll tell you. Yeah. Rather than just imagining. Yeah, like, or you having your own theories that you can debate with people, they're going to yeah. answer the question like, for you. Yeah. And to be clear, I mean, the Obi Wan Kenobi series is probably the one I'm most interested in of all these things, but mm-hmm. it's also I, I could do without it. Let's say. So, what else, Thomas? Anything else stick out in your mind? Well, I mean, they are doing, uh, for the Star Wars, this is an interesting idea anyway. It looks like they're doing an anime anthology series, Star Wars Visions. So that that's a different look anyway. It could be interesting for some people. I don't I don't particularly like anime, you know. It's a style of animation, right? And, yeah. But uh, that could be interesting for some people. Uh, the, was there two movies for Star Wars? Yeah, the ones I mentioned to you, right. which one was unnamed, and the other one is Rogue Squadron, which I'm assuming is a, a sort of sequelized version of Rogue One. I don't know. I mean, that's my guess, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just some other thing. That's confusing to people, though, if, they, if they're calling it Ro- Rogue Squadron and it's, uh, you know, it's not related to Rogue One in any way. Okay. Let's see. Well, there's, there, uh, you know, all the Hulu stuff. I mean, there's some Hulu stuff. Yeah, do you have anything on... Oh, there's a... Uh, no, there's a... Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth are doing a series for National Geographic. Oh, right, National Geographic. Oh, my gosh. Ice Age is getting a spinoff series starring Simon Pegg. That's just... See, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem, man. Simon Pegg or the spinoff? <laughs> or both? Everything I mean, about it. I don't even know who Simon Pegg is, to be honest. I think he was a character... Or an anime, um, I'm sorry, an actor hmm. on the Big Bang Theory, if I'm not mistaken. I'll take okay. a quick look. But yeah, I, I just, oof, I don't know, man. See, everything's a sequel. I don't get, oh, we didn't talk about uh, Pinocchio live action mm. with Tom Hanks. But that's coming, okay, so that's Simon Pegg is not the guy from, he's, if you've seen Hot Fuzz, uh, I think it's a British comedy film. I never did watch it, but he's, uh, 
He's in that movie. Ah, uh, I know who he is. Yes. Okay, there we go. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't mind him so much. I don't have any thoughts on him really, but I, I don't get the whole Ice Age thing. But okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, the the Pinocchio thing is actually interesting because that's one that's going, if I remember correctly, that's going straight to Disney Plus, right? And you know what? When yes, and when I saw that, I was immediately excited for it because there was no you know hype for it in my mind. It was expected that it was going to be, you know, you're just going to come watch this on Disney Plus. And it has Tom Hanks, which is fine. Don't know how he even, what his role will be. I think he's supposed to be Geppetto. Okay, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have high expectations for it. So it's easier for me to go into it and accept that it's just another, you know, sub-creation of the original Pinocchio from Disney. Well, and having it on Disney Plus as opposed to coming into theaters at, like, apparently it's not going to be a theater release at all. It's just right. a straight to Disney Plus thing. And that's, I, I do think that if they if they started doing um, these live action remakes as only Disney Plus releases, that would go a long way to improving how that works. Well, too bad. Little Mermaid's going to theaters. Oh, here's another thing. What about, oh, that's true. What about the Luke Evans uh, and Josh Gad, uh, like, anthology series or, or whatever prequel to beauty and the beast live action i am just not i think it's a good idea i think uh you know all live action prequels and sequels are the most important oof, thing we could have i don't want and, anything uh, to do with yeah, that yeah hey. uh, anything at all that's uh that's terrifying <laughs> so for the actual uh it says on this article i'm reading which i think is different from the one you're reading now uh coming to theaters from disney is gonna be jungle cruise which we yeah I guess when we're expecting that, that it's ju- uh, July of wow. this coming year, 2021. Wow. wow, that was supposed to come out this past summer. Yeah, the quote-unquote uh, live-action Lion King prequel is eventually oh, going to be. Oh, remember? Yeah, the Mufasa thing isn't it supposed to be like a Mufasa anthology thing. Could be, could be. Um, and then there's yeah, the live-action Little Mermaid will be in theaters at some point. Um, oh, there's also a Hocus Pocus uh, yeah. sequel. Yeah. That's going to be, and that one's live action. Um, that's a joke for all of you who know why. <laughs> uh, well, I think there was one more that was, well, they're remaking uh, Three Men and a Baby, mm. which is not a film I've seen, but I know that it's one from what, like maybe the 80s or something. Peter Pan and Wendy is a live action Peter Pan. Is that live action? I think so. I could be wrong about that, but I'm, I think so. Is that, uh, okay, is that, I thought that was going straight to it Disney is. Plus. It is, yeah, okay. it is. And then Disenchanted, uh, a sequel of Enchanted. I don't know if that's coming straight to Disney Plus or not. Yeah, well, no, there's a Mighty Duck series that's coming. Okay. There's already three of those films. <laughs> All of them are acceptable in my opinion, but that was the 90s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Turner and Hooch series, that's interesting. Girls High School basketball series with John Stamos called Big Shot. You know, that's like a Disney Channel thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Disney Plus TV series. Okay. Now there's, yeah, the National Geographic you mentioned. Did you mention? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Will Smith and... Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. A journey to unlock the secrets of this planet's most extraordinary, unexplained phenomena. Um, a Real Bug's Life is a nature documentary. Yeah, that's weird. Uh Oh, no. Oh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, okay. There's, this is laid out weird. And then another nature documentary, uh, America the Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, one about Martin Luther King Jr., an installment, I guess, of what must be an existing series called Genius about him. Interesting. Interesting. 
And then there's Hulu. Big old fat Hulu. There's a ton of stuff on there, but I mean. Some of it I don't know. They're getting uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia for another four seasons. That makes 18. Is it still good? You watch that show. Uh, Look, I mean, in my opinion, that show stopped being its best after season five. Okay. But people still enjoy it. They like seeing the characters devolve because they are devolving. No one's getting better. (laughs) Interesting. But uh, so, I mean, it's crazy and, you know, that's fine. It just is what it is. But that's 18 seasons. It's the, that makes it the longest running live action sitcom. Wow. Um, I, well, yeah, making it the longest running, yeah, live action sitcom ever. Wow. And that's that. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other stuff I haven't heard of. A series called The Old Man with Jeff Bridges. You have something to say? No, oh. I was just going to say this. Basically, what this all boils down to is there's many things. Well, there's a few things that were really looking forward to in some small to medium way and then many things that we're either just disappointed with or not interested in have you seen uh the movies alien you know that franchise Mm -hmm. they're making a tv series about it or out of it (laughs) finally yeah i've always wondered why they didn't just make it a tv show from the beginning to be honest so it's the it's an idea that's focusing on the quote human drama of the alien universe interesting what's that even mean I don't know. It would be like, ah, whatever. Okay. And then they're making a 45, no, 46-foot statue of Baby Yoda in the, um, somewhere. Interesting. I just made that up. I was, yeah, There's no, was they're putting it right it. in the middle of the screen. Well, they could Plus. put a, they could erect a 46, uh, I think that every, actually, every downtown city in America should just have a 46-foot statue of, uh. Grogu is actually, I think, his name. Uh, spoiler, man. Whatever. I have to get that, that series now after I watch the movies again and take notes and understand. Yeah. Uh, they're also upping, upping the price on Disney Plus mm. to a mere dollar more. Well, we knew that 790, was coming. $7.99. We knew that was coming and that's eventually. That's in March. So. In March, that is. Get on it now before they raise the price. That's really not much at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe that's reflective of what they actually believe their content to be worth. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, they're investing a lot of money. I mean, I don't know how they have to get some return. I don't know how it works. But we'll yeah, see. me neither. Hopefully they do. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel like we were mostly disappointed, but that's fine. They're not, uh, like you said, we're not the target audience for all these things or any of it, so. Maybe no, I think the the uh, Disney animation, Pixar animation, yeah. those handful of mm-hmm. original stuff that we we're gonna uh, we're gonna see. I'm actually excited for because I don't know yeah. what it's gonna be like. And that's for us, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, uh, you can all look forward to that, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.